Hey everyone, this is Pete Heinegger with Stages, and this is going to be part two of my journey through chemotherapy. Uh, last time, we kind of covered kind of the, just the beginning, like when you hear about chemotherapy, some of the kind of misconceptions that I had, um, some of the things that I um, had to learn as, as we were kind of approaching it, and just just kind of that, that beginning as you kind of begin to be introduced to the whole idea of chemotherapy, and just there's a lot that we are told or we've had people tell us. And, and so I hope the biggest thing that you took away is that each person has a kind of a journey of their own, um, that it's certainly um, how I respond um, to chemotherapy isn't necessarily how everyone else is gonna respond. And so that's why it's my journey. And, and if you're going through it, it'll be your, your journey and you'll have to kind of see everyone responds a little bit differently. Um, and so that, that was a, an important um, part is just kind of walking through the, the beginning, just kind of the mental part of chemotherapy. But now I want to turn part two into, you know, really just saying, let's talk about the week of, right? The beginning. And, and so the first thing that, that you're going to usually get, and this, I don't know this to be true across the board with every single chemotherapy, but I was given a chest port. And so I had that uh, surgery, a small surgery, and it's just a, it's right here underneath my, my skin. And um, it's uh, how they can hook up an IV. And really what that does is it gives them easy access um, to give me an IV and it doesn't require them to keep poking my arm, you know, a bunch of a bunch of different times. And so you have that put in because you're going to use that for infusion. You'll use that for drawing blood. You'll use that for a lot of different reasons. And so um, in the lead up to um, chemotherapy, of course, I had that put in. And then um, one of the first things that you do for me, I, I have infusion, which is the main chemotherapy where they give me the drugs. Um, in the hospital on Wednesdays. And so if we kind of move back from there, um, there's two things that always have to happen before you have chemotherapy. The first thing that you have to happen is you have to have um, labs drawn, blood labs. And so they have a number of things that they're looking for within your blood that are gonna tell them that. So I go in for that on Mondays. So my chemo week starts on Monday. I usually go in in the morning, sometime between eight and nine. And um, I have blood, blood labs drawn. And so when the blood labs are drawn, um, I go in, I, I'm briefly in the waiting room. It's still in the infusion center, the same place. I go back to a little triage room and they hook into my port and then they just draw some blood and they put those in vials. So it really takes maybe uh, three to five minutes once they get going. And so they're gonna draw some blood and that's gonna give them some tests. The reason why we chose to do it on Monday is because I like to have all of that stuff done and the lab results finished because on Tuesday, which is the second thing that you have to do before any chemotherapy, is Tuesday I meet with my oncology team. And so I go in there and it really helps if they can kind of look at the labs and kind of look at some of the results, see if my cancer number's gone down and see if other markers are, are a problem. And so that's helpful to have all of those results in. And so there's one test in particular, my cancer number test, that takes a, a pretty long time um, to get done. So I don't wanna have labs on the same day that I have my appointment 
or that cancer number won't come in and uh, we'll miss it and then I can't discuss it with them. So, so Monday I have labs, really three to five minutes, I'm in and I'm out. And then I go in for a discussion with my oncology team. Now, um, the first time, of course, she's going through everything. So the first time I met with my oncologist for week one, round one, chemotherapy, I'm meeting with her and there's a lot of things that we have to um, discuss and, and go over. So she's, she's giving me um, a really good idea of kind of what we're after. She's, she's really talking to me about side effects because in the beginning is often when you're the most sensitive to the drugs. Your body has never faced these drugs before. You've never had them before. And so they're going to be a shock to your body. And so there's going to be a lot of different side effects. So she's going over that. She's making sure that you have possession of all your prescribed medication because you're going to be given um, two different anti-nauseas um, so that you can fight being nauseous and throwing up. And you can take one and then take the other and take the one and take the other. And you can take them off and on to fight the nausea. And so she's going to give you those. Mine were oral. And then, um, you know, we... That's kind of the plan um, to immediately start taking when I um, get out of infusion. So after she goes through um, the meds, she goes through, um, you know, just some reminders of what, um, you know, what I can do kind of, you know, this is kind of how the side effects might hit me and different things like that. Um, and I get all my questions out. Then we're going to, you know, I'm, I'm going to leave. That's probably maybe a 20, 30 minute meeting. And then I am going to wait till Wednesday. And then Wednesday morning, I'm going to go in and I'm going to go through, uh, for me, I was doing full Fox. And so that was about five and a half, six hours of infusion where I have the chemotherapy. And so when I arrived, you know, I had no idea what it was going to be like. I didn't know what that, the hospital um, thing was going to be like, like the room, like what, it, what is it, what it is. So those were some, some first for me. And I think the first thing I want to say is that you're going to love your staff. You're every single person from the, you know, from where you uh, check in with registration to, um, what, you know, where you get brought back to. Um, I have wonderful, wonderful nurses who take care of me all the way through and they are just a dream. And I, and, and that's one thing consistent that I've heard um, throughout all the stories of cancer fighters. They just love their infusion team and they love all those nurses. And you're going to get to know everyone. I know the security guards at the hospital. I know the outside registration. I know the inside infusion registration. I know everybody, almost everybody by name and, and whatnot, because I've been there for so many, so many rounds. So these are people that are going to be very, very involved in your life. And if you're like me and you have to a long journey through chemo, you're going to be seeing them every other week, you know, for the better part of a year or more. And so it's really cool to kind of ask them questions and, and very make it very personalized. I would suggest, you know, seeing where they're from um, and just, you know, getting, getting, you know, the latest, you know, what are they, what are they doing for the summer? What are they doing for the winter? What are they doing for holidays? Because it really helps create a family-like atmosphere, the more that you're willing to talk and be um, outgoing uh, with them. 
And they are literally there to make sure that you have, you're already going through a really hard process and their job is to make it as easy as possible on you. And so, and they just do a fantastic job. So um, one of the things I didn't know is that you kind of have to, people will talk about getting accessed. That's one of the first things that you're gonna do when you go into infusion, you're gonna get accessed. And so I have that chest port and so they're gonna put the access in, so the IV, and then they're going to check for blood draw because they want to make sure that that the blood is free, you know, flowing freely um, through there, and there's no clogs or there's no, it's not coagulating here or anything like that. And so <clears throat> that's really easy. I've really not had any problems with my chest port this entire time, and I'm in round 23, so it's been been really really easy for me. But you're going to get accessed, and then. Once you get access, they're going to take you back after they kind of, they take your vitals, they're going to take your blood pressure, they're going to take your weight, um, and different things like that. But then they're going to, you know, assign you to a chair. In some places, um, they'll assign you to a room. So some places, um, they have you just in your own room with a little curtain. Um, where I am, it's just an open setting. So it is completely open. All the chairs are by one another. They can put little stretchy barriers between where it has a beautiful picture and it puts it between you and the next person just for a little bit of privacy. But for the most part, we're looking straight out at, at, at Pikes Peak. So we're, we're able to see the mountains and we're able to, to look out there and it's just gorgeous and beautiful and, and it's just nothing but wall to wall windows, floor to ceiling windows. And so that's really, really cool. Um, because it just makes, you know, it makes the time there um, as, as beautiful as, as possible. You're going through something that's not easy. So being able to see the mountains and see the beauty is, is really, really nice. So I sit in a chair. That chair usually has, a, you know, a little arm that you can recline. But it also, ours has little heaters that you can turn on. And they kind of heat and they'll kind of heat the seat in the back of of your chair and so you can turn those on if you're cold or if you've got some back trouble um, you can put those on but you can kind of get adjusted we have a big arm with a television where you could watch tv kind of really close to you um turned down low but i don't ever use that i would prefer either to have headphones on um and listen to something or i'm talking with the person who's with me in infusion and the nurses and so i just pass the time that way um, once you're accessed and you're brought to your chair, um, they're going to start you on what's called pre-meds and pre-meds, um, are important because they're kind of getting your body ready, uh, for the shock that you're about to get with the drugs. And so they're going to put you on anti-nausea. And so that's going to be intravenous. And so they're going to take that through that IV and you're going to have that. You're going to have a steroid, um, for me at least and full Fox, I get that. And um, they give me some some pre-meds um, that are all supposed to help, um, you know, make the chemicals and the drugs that they're giving me uh, more effective. And so they start start that in there and they're also giving you saline. So you're, you're plenty hydrated and whatnot. They'll ask you if you want a bottle of water, Gatorade, different things like that. They also have some things to eat. In my first week, I didn't want, <laughs> I didn't want anything to eat. Um, and because I, I had a adverse reaction, um, to, um, the, 
the first round of chemotherapy. And so we'll talk about that in the next next part when we kind of talk about going home and how that was for me. But for the most part, um, I just want to cover in the hospital and infusion for the for this section. So we'll, we'll get to that a little bit later and I'll um, tell you all the details of what my first and second round were like and then kind of what we were able to do to counteract some of that stuff so that we could have a, uh, an easier go of it. But I get in the, I'm, I'm in the chair, they're putting pre-meds through and they're doing that. Then they're gonna keep coming out um, when it's time and they're gonna tell you when they're adding a drug. And so they'll hook up the drug. Um, sometimes you'll notice because they have safety checks um, to make sure they're administering the right drug and the right dose to the right person. Um, they're very good at having you say your name and your birth date and then they're gonna repeat that. Then they have a second nurse that's there and they're reading off everything and checking it and making sure that that's exactly, um, that I'm getting the right stuff for me at the right dose um, for me. And so they have a very good safety precaution there. And so you'll hear them repeat that often. They'll be saying numbers and they'll be saying your name and they'll be repeating things. And, that, and that's just to, to ensure that there is no mistake um, as they administer those drugs um, to, to me. Other than that, um, infusion is really just a waiting game. You, you are there and it's, it's um, just dripping through your system. And, um, and, and once you get through um, most of that, um, it's, it's really just waiting, talking. Um, I didn't really feel um, super sick or anything immediately. Um, I did feel um, sensitivity to cold. And so I noticed that every time I took a drink of water or something, it felt like my whole mouth was turning to ice and stuff like that. So that was something that I picked up right away. But other than that, I didn't have many side effects right in the hospital on the day of infusion. <clears throat> At the end, they're gonna give you um, what's called a pump. And the pump can look a little bit different for each each uh, hospital. Um, and <clears throat> my pump, it, you know, it, it's a battery um, operated pump. They put the drugs in it and it's because some of the drugs that you take are so strong you just can't rush them. You've got to kind of take them over the course of two days. And so I have it sit there for about 48 hours. Um, I have to wear this pump. And so the pump connects right to your port and um, they're going to make sure that the pump is started, that it's running properly, and that's administering the drug at the proper sequence. And once that is confirmed, um, then you can, I have a backpack and we'll go over that too. I'll show you some of the stuff that I've kind of um, <clears throat> got, went out and got because um, to me, the bags that they gave you were really janky <laughs> and um, they're not fun to carry around and you wouldn't want them. They're not durable. They're not comfortable. They're just not convenient. And so I'll show you the backpack that I use and then I just stick my pump in there and zip it. And it's kind of like a sling bag and I can sling it over uh, my shoulder. And then that pump stays with me for, for 48 hours. And then you kind of release from the hospital at that point and you're able to go home. So um, that is really kind of the infusion, um, day, right? You, you go in, you go through your pre-meds, then you get your, your drugs, then you, you get that final, um, drug through the pump and then you're released and then you wear that pump for the next two days. And so they're going to go over instructions like how to, 
how do you shower with that pump? You know, what happens if it has, you know, makes some tone or alarm or something like that? I've never once had the pump do anything crazy on me. So I've never had a call in. I've never had a problem. So the pumps are pretty reliable. Um, I've never had a problem. 23 rounds, never once had anything go wrong. Um, there's, you know, I would say get some big um, Tagaderm, which is that clear um, kind of skin-like um, adhesive bandages that you can get. And we ordered a, you know, a really big, huge, like 80 pack on, that was cheap on Amazon. But get the really big ones because you're going to want to put that over your dressing and your access on your port if you're going to shower. Because the one thing that you have to avoid is ever getting that area wet because it can become infected and that's no bueno. So, so you really want to cover that up if you're going to um, shower. So that's just one thing to, to continue to watch and make sure that you have before you come home. Um, so make sure to order that. And, um, when I show you my bag, I'll show you the tagaderm that I use and kind of the size so you can see it. But, um, that's an important way to kind of protect that area and keep it waterproof. All right. And then once you go home, um, you are there, you know, just basically do your day. However, you, you know, as best you can, you're going to face, um, side effects. You're going to be tired. You're going to have some fatigue. You're going to have those things, so you take it easy and everything, but you just, the pump is just there, kind of pumping those drugs through. And so for me, that's, you know, I go home on Wednesday, then I have it all day Thursday. And then on Friday, I go in for the final appointment for the week, and that is pump removal. And what I decided to do early on is to have pump removal and then um, a little bit more um, anti-nausea. So in the beginning, I was really sensitive um, to being nauseous. Um, so in the earlier rounds, when that was true, I would have them administer another round of anti-nausea through my IV because I couldn't keep a lot of oral down. Um, so I couldn't keep the oral pills um, down. I was too sick. And so that's something um, to know that you can do. You can ask them. And then I got hydration because if you're throwing up, you're losing a lot of fluids. So I make sure I'm well hydrated and then they remove the pump. So once they kind of go through an IV bag of, of saline and they hydrate you and they give you that anti-nausea, then you release. So I'd say maybe an hour um, to get your pump re uh, removed and then you're, you're out. And that really concludes the, the week. Now, I will tell you next, next part, when we do the next um, part of my journey, uh, part three, I'll go into more of how I felt, the side effects, those type of things. But um, just from a procedural standpoint, I would say the high points are the staff are wonderful. They're always there to help you. Don't hesitate to call them if you're feeling sick, if you're throwing up and everything. They'll either coach you or they'll ask you to, you know, they'll tell your your, your loved one to bring you back in. And and they'll do whatever they can to kind of help you through that, that process to, ha you know, so if they can administer hydration, if they can get you um, feeling better. Um, they're going to do everything they can to make that happen. All right. So super, um, straightforward. Um, chemotherapy didn't throw me any curveballs. I don't think it will throw you any curveballs as far as just the procedure of going in. Every hospital is a little bit different. You know, obviously not everybody lives in Colorado, so you might not have windows that face a mountain. 
Um, you might have a privatized room with a curtain instead of just being an open floor like I have. Um, but for the most part, um, those, those, that's kind of the process of infusion as far as my journey was concerned with Full Fox. So I look forward to telling you more about the side effects because I think if you're like me, those are the real things that you're concerned about. Like, how am I going to feel? What is this going to do? And what are the challenges? So I will talk to you about that next time. All right. Love you guys. I'll see you later.